This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on you foxes! Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. All right the back. Good evening. How the devil are you all? Are you in the spirit? Or have you just been drinking too many? Yes. God, this time next week, it'll all be over. (laughs) A bit like Spurs in the Europa League. Oh, dear. Did I say that out loud? Spurs, I do I, I, I do feel for you, but it, I've got here's a few words of sympathy for you, Spurs fans. <laughs> oh, dearie me. What a right cockerel your team looks at the moment. My thanks to Maisie for the laugh, and we wish her all the best. She's in the old uh, hospital at the moment, uh, having a bad bad turn from the jabs. So be careful. Be careful what you do with your small pricks, guys. This is Lester Till I Die TV. Good evening. <laughs>
Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. That's where you can watch us, and if you want to do uh, do us via the podcast, that is where you can listen. Just search Lester Till I Die on your favourite podcast platform. So, yes, it is a dead cockerel. It has ceased to be. We will be talking about that before we get into the uh, Liverpool game uh, later with my, my guests, as well as this. Ho, 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 Christmas games are to go ahead. What are your thoughts on that? Is it safe? Or do we not go? Or, I mean, and if we don't cancel Christmas and we look at it after that, do we have the games without fans or do we just shut down altogether? It is the Leicester Till I Die Liverpool Leicester preview show. It's the Premier League preview show with Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. We will bring Doug, our erstwhile Liverpool fan, in in a moment. But we talked about little pricks before. Good evening, Craig. <laughs> Good evening, Chris. Good evening, everyone. How are we all? I am. I am very well. How are you? I'm very good, even uh, despite being called a little prick. Thank you. I've I've called you worse. Let's be honest with you. That, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Craig, let me ask you a question. Go and for I it. know you love these. Yeah. What were you what doing? doing? The, what were you doing on the twentieth of December, which was a Saturday in nineteen seventy four? Um, I'm guessing um, at the age that I was at that part, I was probably dancing around the living room to. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody, by Slade. And you didn't ask me for a dance. <laughs> it is. Unfortunately, this... Chris, we didn't know each other back then. Otherwise, the world could have been a much, much different place. It could well be. But let's go back with On This Day. Leicester City FC, On This Day in History, with Leicester Till I Die TV. What I like about this is whenever we actually read them out, you kind of go, oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. Remember Keith Weller, God rest his soul? I do indeed. Was he wearing tights that day? He, well, no, he wasn't, but he might have been looking for them because he actually refused to come out for the second half of the game against Ipswich Town at Filbert ah. Street. Um, Weller had had a transfer request turned, out, request turned down a few days before the game and he got his wish after the game, along with a fine of two weeks' wages. Refusing. You'd never get that these days, would you? Players refusing to do what the managers want. Not at all, never. No, no. certainly um, not if you were a Chelsea goalkeeper. To be fair, though, I mean, that uh, that probably meant something to Keith Weller, two weeks' wages at the time. I'm not sure it means anything to today's players. <laughs> probably not, probably not. Right, let's just go through a few um, hellos and then we'll bring Doug in. Um, Ankit, good evening, sir. Thank you for the heart. Um, I'm not sure if that's meant for me or Craig. Um, <laughs> we'll share it. We'll have half each. Like one of those those things you get your girlfriend, you know, at Christmas. When you, when you love her still and you started going out and you buy the heart and split in two and you have half each. Uh, I never knew what happened to mine. Cal AVFC, good evening, sir. Welcome Hi, along. 
um, preview time. It certainly is. B Crumb uh, just says, lol, good evening, B Crumb. Um, Almighty Blues, I'm not sure what you're trying to say there, but totally agree with you. Um, Rog, uh, Rog, Rob McFarlane, good evening. So, how the devil are you? We will have 14 COVID free players for Wales. Oh, for Wednesday. <laughs> Sorry, for Wednesday, for Wales. Hey, happy Christmas, happy Christmas, Father Christmas. Thank you, sir. Do you like my little, my little dangly bit at the end with the with the big end on it? Let's not go there. B Crom says games without fans short term. I think you, you're quite right. Uh, Ant, good evening. How the devil are you? Evening, Chris and Craig. Um, Hi, and uh, and. Uh, Anki says he loves this segment with Chris and Craig. Well, we're going to ruin it for you now because we're going to have oh. to bring a scouser in and say <laughs> hello to uh, Doug. Thanks for waiting. Good evening, Doug. Good evening. Thank you very much for having me. It's been an absolute yeah. pleasure. Uh, the last time I was actually on this channel was the Big Fat Football Quiz. <laughs> that, uh, I actually went ahead and then Anka, I think a couple of days later, took it from me. But uh, no, it's an absolute pleasure to be back on. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Ankit, of course, is still top, mm. but only basically because we've had nobody else on yet. But we might, <laughs> we, we might be having a Newcastle fan. They've suddenly started coming out of the woodwork now for some reason. I don't we, know. We, we best get the Newcastle fan on quick, otherwise you won't qualify next season. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is very true. This is very true. We're going to talk Liverpool, obviously, later on. Uh, that's uh, the reason we have Doug along, even though, you know, Doug can't comment on the jumper. But uh, <laughs> there we go. I think my shirt looks a lot nicer. Um, but first of all, let's talk a couple of things, guys. First of all, Christmas games. They've been given the go-ahead. Do you agree with that? Let's go to Doug first on that one. Sorry. Um, look, I think we all want to watch... Um, football. I think we all want football in our lives, but there has to be a time where safety and integrity of football comes into question, and it is the player's health and safety as well. Um, we've obviously seen games postponed. I think I've just read now that 90 players have tested positive this wow. week in the latest round of testing, so that's wow. like double last week as well, so I honestly don't see fans being able to attend games in the short term. I think we'll probably be seeing uh, behind closed doors, which obviously we don't want, but there probably won't be a a choice in the matter, unfortunately. But obviously we do like to watch football, but I think at a time where the cases are just rising, 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 I think you've just got to have maybe a circuit breaker. Yeah. Craig? I mean, five games were cancelled at the weekend overall. Mm. Five only went ahead. Uh, and we're letting fans... And What gets me is, after all the fuss with the ESL, we're saying, oh, you know, it's all about the fans. We've got to think of the fans. And yet, we're making a decision a couple of hours before a game when, our, you know, half yeah. the travelling fans have probably... Well, most of them have probably set off in some form or another. For me, I think... Uh... I think it's right to look at it on a on a game by game basis. To be honest, because to be honest, I'm not sure we could be in this never ending loop forever. You know, that, that there's a circuit break and there's nothing to say uh, that after that it gets worse again. I, I I don't see how you can you, you you can do it. To be honest, I think 
I think the way they're doing it, as I say, I, I would do it on a game by game basis. But for me, any tests and results have to be 12 hours before. Mm. So at least you're putting fans first that way. You know, if if mm. if the results are back 12 hours before a kickoff, everybody knows where they stand. And that's a mm. cutoff and you don't have another test until after the game. At least that way, everybody's on a, on a level playing field. Nobody is 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 leaving home unless you're flying in from somewhere. Uh, yeah. But nobody's leaving home to go to a game and then getting disappointed an hour beforehand, as, as has happened the last couple. Um, for me, I, I, I think I think we have to treat people as uh, as adults and they can make their own choice whether they go to a game and want to put themselves in harm's way. I think, you know... I, if you're not vaccinated and you're watching and you and you're not boosted, go and do it. That's what I w- I would say. Make sure you do. You know, whatever you think about government things, and we're not going to get political. You want to live your life. You know, th- this is the easiest way to do it. But I, for me, I think I think we'll just carry on as, as we are and just get in as many games because you will. Mm. As I say, what you don't want to get into is a situation where they have to cancel the season because this could get worse. It, Hopefully it'll get better, but who's to say there won't be another variant around the corner and another one after that and after that. At some point, we're going to live with it the best we can. Yes, and I think we've kind of accepted to a point, I think, where we will be living with it. Mm. Uh, And certainly not political, but, you know, there's no World Cup next summer. That's not till December, so the season can be extended Mm. if need be. I suppose from a personal point of view, I don't know if you guys would agree. But I mean, as soon as the matches went ahead, even without fans, or can it not be done in a way where you allow so many fans in with the, you know, with, with the distancing? And I, but the problem with that, I guess, is you've still got the concourse at half-time. It, it may be that they put a bar on travelling fans again um, to stop encouraging that, that, that travel that, that's unnecessary, to be honest. But... Going back to no fans in there at all, I think was. It, I mean, it was, it was awful for everyone concerned. I don't think the players liked it. I don't think it was a spectacle. I mean, you saw that game yesterday. I don't know if you saw the game yesterday. Yeah. Um, the Spurs, uh, Liverpool. You know, a fantastic advert for football. Fantastic advert for bad refereeing. Um, but it was made all the all the more uh, enjoyable because of the the crowd. The crowd were involved in that game. And, yes. you know, after so many sort of games without crowds that have just become exhibition games, I, I, I wouldn't want to go back to no crowds at all. I know what you're saying there, Craig, and it was a, it was a great match yesterday. And hi to, um, hi to Neil there. I, um, I think we've all got, including the Liverpool fans, got a good feeling about Leicester in the cup. Mm. Um, my worry is, Doug, that if we do stop... Like we said, there's always there's always going to be another variant, you know. And we've yeah. tried. We don't know what's going to work because, you know, if you say, right, you know, we're going to be in a, in a never-ending lockdown, that's going to upset so many people. If we then come out of lockdown, are we sort of still spreading the disease around? My worry is if we do shut it down at any point, when will it, when will it start up again? Yeah, that that that's that's the that's the risk you've got to take. Unfortunately, um, I mean, what was we were we were locked down in like March? We had to start back mm-hmm. in June. I mean, yeah. Even even if you even if you have a two week, a three week, or like a four week break, like they're as 
Craig said, there's probably like another variant around the corner. I, I think we're just going to have to just live with this thing. Um, we're just going to have to live with it. Um, but I do think that we'll probably see maybe fans being banned from stadiums, which I obviously don't want to, to, to do, but I feel... I don't think the Premier League are actually clarifying for fans as much. I mean, look, mm. look a, a game... I feel for the Burnley fans who travel to Villa Park to find out that that game was postponed three hours before kickoff. I mean that that's not on having no, a game postponed no. three hours before kickoff. I mean that Premier League say that they don't care about the fact that the people say that football without fans is nothing. Well, Premier League clearly don't care about the, about the fans as well. And I think something Brendan Rodgers said um, recently is I think that the TV, I think the Premier League are being pressurised by the TV broadcasters not to postpone games. Mm-hmm. And I actually agree with what he said. Yeah. I think I think the Premier League are pressurised into not postponing games because of TV rights and, you know, TV companies losing out as well. But, you know, if you don't have 14 fit players, which is now the protocol now, you need 14 fit players, 13 outfield players, one goalkeeper... Um, and then you obviously you, you play the game and then there's some ludicrous thing saying that um, if, if, the, if these players aren't fit then the under-21s have to take over and then again you've getting like bubbles you know you've got support bubbles for like players it's it's, it's all wrong it's all over the place and we definitely, definitely need clarifying before this thing runs out of control I don't think there's needless now but I will say to you Craig come to you now two words Leicester Ipswich in regards to the TV, mm-hmm. was that the yeah. game that we, we played in the Force Nine Gale? And by the way, Ant, if you're in Liverpool, I would just nip outside and check your car, check the wheels are still on. <laughs> we, we'll hold on for you. Um, Sorry, mate. Sorry. Yeah, I think but yeah. I think that great. I think that game was played in a, in a ridiculous snowstorm uh, with with snow all over the pitch. I think that was that game that you're referring to, the Ipswich yeah. one. Um, but as I say, whether whether it's twelve, whether it's six, I don't understand why there there isn't a possibility of just having a clear cutoff for tests and results to be back. You know that they they clearly have a process of getting players tested and getting those results to them. If there's a clear cutoff, maybe twelve is too much, but six hours six hours. I don't think anybody's travelling more than six hours. I don't no. see how that can't be put into place. That six hours before you make your call as to whether your players are fit or not. And then Even we go 12 hours before, if you've got COVID 12 hours before mm. you yeah. therefore haven't been training yeah. or, or, you know, because you've been isolating, you're not mm. going to be match fit. No, but, but whatever it is, as yeah. I say, I just think there needs to no, be that's a clarity what I'm on that. With you, Craig. It should yeah. be 12 hours before. Exactly. Whatever it is, you know, mm. as long as it's, it's, it's beyond a period that any fan is, is going to set out for a game. They should be able to get it in and get the notification out there. I mean, Doug, I'm just reading here. Um, the FA Cup replays in rounds three and four have, however, been scrapped, which I, I must admit, I think we should. There's too many games. Let's get rid of replays. And I yeah. know sometimes the smaller clubs benefit from that because, you know, if they've just hosted Liverpool, they then get a return trip to Liverpool. But if they're beating Liverpool with a minute to go and they manage to win, they're through to the next round, so could get another big cup anyway. And I think we have we would have more upsets if we didn't have the replays. They're talking about the the Carling Cup, the Caribou Cup, scrapping the two legs, which again I think they should do anyway yeah. uh, for the um, uh, uh, for the semi-finals. 
Well, apparently no vote took place about this. It was just discussed and agreed, so no vote took place. Um, it is, where are we saying? I've just read it now. But basically, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so no vote took place and two rounds of fixtures are in place across five days from the 26th of December, while the EFL will play games where it is safe to do so. This is what gets me. It's one set of rules for for, for the Premier League and one set for everybody else. No wonder the public are bloody mm -hmm. confused. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you've seen... You've seen, I think, more games in the the bottom leagues as well. Um, be postponed. I think there the, there was even talk that potentially the national league would probably be cancelled again. But it's just, I think the Premier League are going to have to go on the fact that player safety has to come into it, fan safety yeah. has to come into it, and everyone's health is is definitely uh, up for up for discussion as well. It's just. Yeah. The more the more people get, you know, positive cases, etc. I mean, you, yes, you could close you could close like the training ground down, give 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 them time to like clean everything again. But it's just, I just I just think we're going into this knowing that there could be could be a lot of other positive cases coming. Uh, you, you know, cases are rising as as we speak as well. Yeah, it's it's a worrying time. It's a worrying time, and it feels like we're sort of back to square one again. Mm. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, Rob says here um, he's walking to Liverpool on Wednesday. Should I set off now, Craig? If you're walking, Rob, don't take your shoes off. Shoes have the same problem as wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and says uh, the smaller clubs like Derby and Coventry benefit from the replays. <laughs> I, I I I like it. I know where you're coming from, but um, a Derby down yet? They must nearly be guaranteed to go down. Uh, TM. This is leads me very on night, very on nicely. It leads me nicely onto the next subject. Topic TM, good evening. You're most welcome, a Spurs fan. Um, talking about where are we? Let me click the right one. No, it's not working. There we go. There we go. Europa Conference League. Bye bye, Spurs. Um, I mean, I did I did find it a little bit funny, but is it a bit unfair, Craig? that they've been kicked out because they couldn't play the game. It's now made us favourites, apparently, but as somebody said earlier, we were favourites for the Europa League at one point. I must admit, I, I, I hadn't heard this story until you just put that up there, Chris. I'm not sure what the background is, I assume, from what you've just said, because they can't complete the fixture, they've been kicked out. Is that correct? They, yeah. they had to complete the fixture um, by, he says, just checking with Mrs Google here, Um Tottenham out of Europa Conference League after UEFA rules they forfeited the match. Um, UEFA stated that the match could not be rescheduled and referred the matter to its disciplinary body. We all know how true and fair they are. Yeah. And that awarded Rennes a 3 0 win. <laughs> and I just I mean, think it's, un it's unfair. Again, I'll tell you what it is. Again, it's the fans that are losing out. Spurs as a club, we know half the, half the you know people involved there probably don't even want to be in that league. But you know, it's mm. the fans, and I know they'd probably say, "Well, it's only the conference." But if they won it, 
You know, it's a bit like, well, you know, the Community Shields are pre-season friendly, but when you win it, it's the English Super Cup. I'm sure somebody said that before. I don't know. It'll be, um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how vigorously Spurs um, try and uh, push that in terms of uh, any recompense for being kicked out. Obviously, once the round has moved on, they can't go back and play it, but if they were really serious about taking part in that league, I would imagine that they're already making protestations to UEFA if they feel that strongly. So it'll be interesting to see where what the reaction from Spurs is. Yeah. Mella, good evening. Welcome along. You're more than welcome. Uh, yeah, I have I have way too much time. Way, way. <laughs> if, I, if I ever got a job, this will just be down to just coming on and saying, hello, we're here, let's talk. I'll tell you. Um <laughs> As a, as a Liverpool fan, and I used to play them the other day. Again, is it is it fair? Is it is it the fans that are um, are losing out? Uh, I think. Well, I think the fans are definitely missing out for sure. But the thing is, um, I think Spurs have been shocking in the Europa Conference League. I haven't watched any of their games, but. Hearing some of the results, I don't think they want to be in that league. Like, have you seen some of the teams in there? I, I, I know Leicester and Celtic are in there. I know, I know, I know you're, I know you'll, you'll be, you'll be happy to, you know, get, get a European game. I, look, every team will like European games as well. But I just had the feeling that Spurs didn't want to be in that competition. I obviously started from obviously Nuno. I think the thing is they lost to that Mura, and that that was just. Like they should have got through that group pretty easily, if I'm being honest. But they didn't. They're they're now out of it. They can now focus on the Premier League. They can now focus on the Carabao Cup against West Ham. They can now focus on you know the the, the FA Cup mm. as well. You know they probably won't be in the Champions League. They probably want to be in the Europa League. I don't think anybody wants to be in that Conference League. I really don't. <laughs> well, you see the way I, I look at it. Yeah. And of course, Spurs, I should say that Spurs, as you said, they didn't really take it seriously. They lost to Miura. And if you're wondering who they are, they're actually just a small club in North London. Um, but, <laughs> to me, we, we, we should be out of Europe now. I say, I know, I don't think it's right mm. last season, Craig, that, you know, Man United nearly won the Europa League. Bar a penalty, you know, barring one penalty kick, apart because they failed at the Champions League. We shouldn't be down there, but we are. And if we win it, great. And, you know, we'll be the inaugural winners of the Europa Conference League. And that will be a quiz question for many years to come. <laughs> I think, I think, um, Douglas is speaking there as a, um, and forgive me for if, I, if I've got you wrong here, Douglas, uh, speaking as a perennial Champions League. Uh, competitor um, that you don't even have to worry about this kind of level of uh, of European competition. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and um, and I, I do think Spurs thought that competition was was below them. To be fair, I, I agree mm -hmm. with you. I do think it does give a broader opportunity for European football because we, we have a tendency to look at these competitions on a very insular basis and on a very sort of highfalutin you know the big clubs don't want to be involved you know therefore they shouldn't even exist i think it does give a lot of uh so-called lesser clubs 
and I'm not just talking about in, in the English league, an opportunity of European football. And more so, we talk about how important football is for the fans. It gives fans a taste of European football and maybe something to aim for. And, and I think the fact is that, you know, from our perspective, you know, this is almost like a, a parachute in the, the way that we've been playing at the moment. Um, there's very little chance of us finishing high enough to qualify for the Europa League. This is our best bet of being back into European football next season, to be fair. So I think, you know, whilst you look at the disappointment of not qualifying uh, for the Europa League later stages, it is a bit of a, a, a second chance, albeit I do agree, Chris, that we shouldn't necessarily deserve it in terms of the way that the competition structured. But for me, any type of European football is is an excitement unless you're used to it on a year-by-year basis. And I think that's why some sometimes there is that viewpoint from the loftier heights that these competitions shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Terry, you asked a question earlier for Doug. Um, I'm not going to ask it yet because we have a new section coming up later and that actually could be very close to one of the questions that I'll be asking. It's this that's coming up later. I realise I'm getting old and I've got to actually explain what Daddy Chips is to Doug. <laughs> Craig knew, but then he is, of, he is of my age, really, aren't you? But hey, we can actually talk about a couple of games we've got coming up against Liverpool. Um, and we have actually got two games coming up. Um, we've got the Caribou Cup on Wednesday, when we're off up to uh, up to Scousland, uh, kicking off at Anfield at seven forty-five. It isn't on any telly at all. And then, of course, Tuesday, the twenty-eighth of December, our annual—it seems to be—annual Christmas game uh, against Liverpool. This time, they're coming down to ours on the twenty-eighth um, at the King Power. That's an eight o'clock kickoff. Uh, that is on the normal radio places, and also on Amazon Prime as well. Um, we were talking before, Doug, and you're actually not overly confident, are you, about uh, about the cup game? No, nope. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, in all honesty, I'm the short not. answer think, is no. <laughs> uh, yeah, short answer is no. Um, yeah, it's just, just just something about this about this game. Obviously, Brendan Rodgers returning to you know Anfield as a you know returning manager, um, but we don't take the cup seriously. We don't. We don't. I mean, we we play, we usually play our sort of second string. Um, I know we've we've managed to get through cup games this this season, but to be fair, we've had Norwich, we've had Preston. You know, we've now got Leicester, which is a Premier League t- uh, tie. I am looking forward. I am I am looking forward to the game, but I am not confident whatsoever because we've no Fabinho, we've no Thiago. I think Robertson's suspended, if I remember rightly, is now as well. But you know. We've still got still got um, our Greek scouser at left back, but yeah, I just I don't know. I I I don't I don't know. I don't know how this game is going to go. Um, obviously, there will be it goes straight to penalties, doesn't it? It doesn't go to extra no, time anymore. It goes straight to penalties. Yeah. So yeah. this could be a game that could be like a one or two nil to Liverpool. It could be a two a two or three one Leicester. 
or it could go to penalties. It's that sort of game that this could go any other way. Basically, you're covering all your bases there, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Leicester could win it, but then Liverpool could. But you know, it could always, it could be a draw. <laughs> Don't sit on the fence at all here, Doug. You know, you you go for it. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's I, I I am looking forward to the game. Obviously, I'll have to get like a, a stream of some kind to watch it on because obviously it's not yeah. on TV. I, I don't know how it's not on TV, but no. there we go. No, I, I think you know, Caribou Cup, Craig. It's almost. I mean, somebody said there it's got the prestige. Um, I don't know if it has anymore. Has it? It's it's almost a nuisance. I, I, again, Chris, I think we've had this conversation a few times. I I hope I never get into um, that level of dismissing any cups, you know, because we're we've got loftier ideas. You know, I, I remember plenty of years when the idea of getting into the latter stages of any cup would have been fantastic. So I'm not going to start knocking it now. Um, it, it still has some prestige, yes. You know, not as much as it did. It doesn't come with a a European slot, not even the conference, I think, will allow the, the, the League Cup winners in. Um, but, yeah, it's always nice uh, at the end of it. I don't think any player at the end of their career will be sitting counting the number of times they finish fourth. I think they'd be rather counting medals at the end of the day. And as a footballer and as a fan, mm. that's what you want. I get the whole thing about it's nice to finish fourth and, you know, being European competition next season. But at the end of it, you know, I don't think any player would give that up for that moment of hearing the final whistle at Wembley at the end of a cup final when you've won it. Totally agree. And I wouldn't say, you know, if we're in it, I want to win it, you know, and as much as I don't agree with us say being in the conference, we're in it, so I want to win it. But I'm just wondering, Doug, whether just as a cup now, you know, it's not being covered mm. by, you know, the major TV companies. They're not fighting to show it. It might be shown on Quest, <laughs> one of those channels apparently owned by the Discovery Channel but you know I mean that's that's what I'm saying about it it, it is almost becoming irrelevant well you had you had what was it a couple of years ago where they had the they had the draw I think in like Hong Kong Hong Kong or Singapore <laughs> or something, somewhere yeah. like that that that's when you know it's not it's not a it's not a competition you know the clubs take Take seriously. Look, it's, it'd be fun. It's fantastic for for anybody to to win a trophy because a trophy is a trophy at the end of the day. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just you just you just see the the cup draws in like Singapore, and it's just like the Carib Caribou Cup's named after energy drink as well. It's just I remember I remember when it was called the Worthington Cup or the Carling Cup, um, the milk cup. The milk cup. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been. I don't think it was ever quite the egg cup, was it? But <laughs> it came close. almost, almost. But uh, no, it's gonna. It's, it's just it's a competition. I think the people are in it. They would obviously want to win it, and yeah. I think with us, Klopp doesn't give a monkey's about the cup. I'll I'll say that now. He does not give a monkey's about the league cup. But the furthest he's got is the final. Um, lost to Man City in his first season in charge, and then just after, since after that, obviously, we haven't had the best of records. I think the semis we've made as well. So, yeah, look, obviously we're we are in it to win it. This will be a very interesting game. Um, you obviously we've we've played against 
Tottenham in the weekend. You didn't have a game against um, Everton. Mm. So it's it's got the makings for a very very intriguing cup tie. Mm. Uh, Craig, I mean, there's there's it is the quarterfinals now. I I'm trying to you, I can't even remember um, who who we've knocked out, and I know it's bad, but I just think that you know if if it was announced tomorrow that as of next year there will be no EFL Cup. <laughs> we're not, you know, you're not going to be crying into your soup, are you? No, I didn't. To be honest, I, I can see that that's the way it's going. That I think it will exist. I just think that the Premier League will opt out. To be honest, yeah. uh, and it literally does become a League Cup for the for the EFL. So obviously, they have the yeah. Johnstons paint for the lower two leagues. Yeah, I, I can see this uh, becoming a cup that is exclusively fought for by the Football yeah. League, to be honest, yeah. and, and the Premier League decide to, to opt out of it. Um, sorry, I, w- I wasn't laughing at you there, Craig. You no, no, I, I, get the, I get the D cup. You get um, the, yeah. He so, me for the worst jokes yeah. of the night. So I, I, I can see that happening, to be honest, because there's, there's, there's so much pressure coming on about reducing the fixture um, list. And, you know, again, that's another thing that we could all argue over about, you yeah. know, you know, players played plenty more games in the olden days, as it were. But so I, I can see it coming. But as it is now, we're in the quarterfinals, and we should be taking it seriously. And I think yeah. I mentioned um, to to Chris on previous shows, Doug, that in many ways, I think the next two games we've got uh, Liverpool in the league and Man City in the league are um, almost bonus games for us. I can't really see us getting anything out of them. So. There's no reason that we shouldn't try and prioritise putting out a very strong team for this and getting into the semi-finals for me. Rob, I'm just going to run in there. Uh, you're an EE Cup man now. So Andy's a D Cup. Rob's a double E Cup. All I can say is thanks for your support, guys. Oh. Keep up. Keep up. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've got Arsenal Southampton. Uh, sorry, Arsenal Sunderland tomorrow. Um I mean, I don't even think Arsenal can balls that up, can they? Uh, Brentford, Chelsea, Tottenham, West Ham, Liverpool, Leicester. I mean, you, you've got to say there's still, you know, fairly big teams in there. Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, if <clears throat> Chelsea are probably Chelsea would prefer probably a cup tie right now the way, the way, they're, the way they're they're playing. Um, Arsenal, Sunderland is. You would expect Arsenal to win, but it's the kind of game where they completely muck up um, uh, as well. And the other one's Tottenham West Ham, I and mean, that, that's a that's a toss of a coin that one as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's still some very very good teams in there. Um, I would still say that probably one of Liverpool or Leicester, if you know they get through, mm-hmm. you know, I would I would say you probably want a home tie in the semis. I would say mm-hmm. as well, considering that you've not got the, you've not got the uh, two legs anymore. It's obviously one game. Um, I think from here on then you want a home tie to, mm-hmm. and then obviously to get to Wembley uh, would be the main thing. And can I just say, Andrew, your jokes are getting worse, but they uh, they do they do make me titter. <laughs> I, I find them quite uplifting. <laughs> Oh God! I think I think I think you got that. I think you boob there, mate. I think you boob there. Anyway, 
Okay, let me ask you both this question. We'll get we'll get off that subject. Let's get back on, onto football. Um, we've we've got this game. We've got the league game, and we'll come on to the league game in a second. But if you had to win, and we want to win, I know fans want to win every game, of course, and you know we want to get into the semis and we want to take three points off Liverpool. Come to you first, Craig. Three points in the league or a semi-final place in the EFL Cup. Uh, I'll, take the, I'll take the semi-final, to be you honest. And yeah. I think I would have to agree with you. I'm guessing, Rob, I mean, you're up there anyway, aren't you? I'd have to say that I'd probably want three points in the league, to be honest. Mm. I think the way Man City are going, that it's, every point is going to be crucial, I think. Yeah, uh, and the uh, cups, the cup semi-finals uh, are down to one leg now. Well, we think they are. It's not been confirmed yet, has it? I don't think it's been. There were. I thought, were I thought it was confirmed because Klopp said that's what he wanted. So, is, isn't that how it works? <laughs> He's taking some stick tonight, Klopp, isn't it? You know? um, not for yeah. the first time. No, no. Um, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to see. And I, th- I think it was agreed there'd be no replays in the FA Cup third and fourth rounds, but they were looking mm. at the possibility of only one-legged, uh, one-legged matches. Um, and of course, if it is a, a, a one-legged affair, sounds like one of our strikers, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> right. Let, uh, we've also got the, um, the, the, the the league match coming up as well. We played each other thirty times, guys. Since we've been in the Premier League, on and off, um, we're, we're not doing so well there, Craig. Liverpool sixteen, Leicester eight, draw six. Still not not too bad, is it? I'm going to say I'm quite surprised we've got eight wins. To be honest, because um, mm. in recent years I don't think there's been that many. You know, and if, if it looks like anything's, you know, it's a tight game, then uh, Mane will throw himself to the floor. So I'm I'm quite surprised that we've got eight wins. To be honest. Of course, not not that James Madison would ever do that. Of course, no, you know, of course not. You know, <laughs> and, and and as I said earlier, dog. In, in, in fairness, you know, you you if we, if we try to smack hand off the referee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I remember the game last season, uh, the three-one. Mm. Um, that was when we were going through a really, really bad um, spell of defenders. We had 22 centre-back partnerships last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, uh, bless him, Ozaka back's debut. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously there, there was a bit, big, big mistake as well. So, um, you know, I think that's yeah, one I, I of your... Quebec didn't get on, did they? Mm. No. <laughs> no, they didn't. Rat <laughs> um, completely ran into each other and, you know... I think on that on the balance of the play in that game, you pro- you deserve to win that game. Um I know we took I know we took a, a the lead, but again, like set pieces was a big, big problem last season, and you know, set pieces is a big, big problem this season as well. So um it's got it's got the makings for a very, very good league game. Um mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, of course. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. With set pieces, Craig, what can we say about that? Well, nothing that hasn't already been said, I don't think. Uh, I mean, in recent weeks, it looks like we've tried to get a mixture between zonal and get a bit more hands-on. You know, there's definitely been a closer contact, I think, particularly in the 
in the outer line. So you have, you have this inner line, which is basically protecting the six-yard box. I think beyond that, they're getting a lot more um, physical in trying to stop any runs coming onto that second line. So I think it's something that they're clearly looking at. But yeah, you never feel overly confident as a Leicester fan when there's a when there's a free kick or a corner coming into the box. And do you think? I mean, I'm a bit worried by by sort of stopping on the win against Newcastle too much because we've been there a couple of times before with. Um, mm-hmm. Folks dawns this season, but did did the sort of cancelled game come to bad? Well, it's always a bad time, obviously when it's illnesses involved. But we couldn't, we could have done without that, couldn't we? Because I think, I think we could have, would have gained more if we played Everton. Uh, potentially, but then you know, looking at what we had as a backline, uh, you know, well, well, we didn't have one at all. So um, I think you could say that. In some ways, you know, you know what will happen. It'll be a hindsight situation. Whatever the result is of the next game, it'll be either it'll be it was great that we uh, that we had a break, and if we lose, uh, the break lost us the momentum. But uh, I don't think particularly it was a bad thing to be honest. No. Doug, we're getting a lot of feedback from your end. Don't know if you're taking your headphones off. Yeah, come back and I'll come back and. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I can, I can hear myself in in, in the background. Yeah. Um, with you and me, Craig. Oh, how cozy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I. I mean, we would have had the Tottenham game first, in fairness, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I, I just like you say, when 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 you've won a game, you want to carry on, don't you? And then when you you've mm-hmm. you've lost, the, the 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 break the break's a good thing. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of games we've got to fit in. We've got the Carling mm. Cup. We're then on the 26th, then on the 28th. And our squad is quite a bit thin. But do you think, I suppose the other advantage is that players that were maybe nursing a little twinge mm. can get better. Uh, um, I don't know if it's going to help with Fafana or Justin at all, but, you, you, you know, it's given them a couple of extra weeks, hasn't it? It has, but what it will do is that by the time those fixtures are rescheduled, they should be available for them. So basically, you the chances are you're going to get Fafana and Justin playing two more games than they would have done without mm. this cancellation. So that should benefit us in the in the long run. And I think it's, I think because of these next two games, in in some ways, again, it, it helps us because the expectations are are not as great. If we were coming into two games over the Christmas period uh, with the likes of, let's say, Norwich and Burnley or something, I think there would be more pressure on Leicester to put out strong teams and make sure that they get six points out of those games. Whereas um, in these, I think, uh, oh, I wonder what it was. It looks like Spyro. That does, Doug. Uh, Spyro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah, youngsters, so you're doing in a different language to me. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right, Chris. Don't worry. Um, yeah, so I think these are quite good games for us because there are no expectations. We can go out and and I'd like to see us have a go. I know Brendan is isn't the the most um, gung ho of managers, and he will have uh, an eye on not having you know conceding a number of goals like man city and less and liverpool have done to some teams recently he won't want any anything that's really going to dent confidence but but i think these are good games for us to be going into to be honest because we can mix it up a little bit uh and and there's not a lot to lose 
I mean, Doug, going into this game, <coughs> excuse me, well, two games. I mean, obviously with the league, we've, we've got a certain case of Man City, although we have beaten them on Boxing Day before, it has to be said. Um, your form at the moment, I mean, all right, you got the draw against Spurs, but you're on fire. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, it has to be said that, obviously, the, the draw against Spurs was, was very, very disappointing, but... Up until then, we we've been we've been you know scoring four. I think we scored four against Arsenal, four against Southampton, four against Everton. So, you know we've been in very very good form. Um, the only thing I have a problem with is that we look really open through midfield. So I think the midfield battle is going to be very very key. Whether or not we have Fabinho back, whether or not we have Thiago back, I think the midfield battle is going to be very very key in this game. I think. Um... Sorry, Chris. I, I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure Brendan was watching that game. Uh, and in many ways, you know, if he was, you'd be taking a leaf out of his book and, and maybe going with a with a Vardy Dakar front two. Because once that ball was turned over, you know, the pace, because, you know, Klopp is a great manager, but he's a stubborn manager as well. And he, he won't allow that back line to drop off. You know, it doesn't matter who you've got in there. It always seems that you play very high. So you're always going to be susceptible to a break and to and to pace, uh, and without Van Dyke there, you, you know who talks people through it. There's not a lot of pace there, so I think that is our best best opportunity is to to get a quick turnover and move the ball forward quickly. Um, and I think you're right that that midfield battle is going to be where this game's won and lost. I mean. You said before, Doug, you think it's going to be literally almost like two completely different teams that turn up for the two games for you? Yeah, 100%. I think we'll we'll probably rotate really, really heavily for the cup game. But I think for the league game, you'll have probably the same front three, probably the same back four. Um, and obviously, Alisson coming back in as well. Um, midfield three is just a, a conundrum right now. <laughs> who's who? Who to pick? Who to pick? And who's fit? Who's 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 available? Um, it could be, you know, it could be Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson. It could easily be that, but I don't think it will be because they'll still be, you know, in isolation, etc. As well, um, it could be Keita, Milner, Morton, like yesterday. You you just you just never never know. You just never know. Um, but I think oh, everyone knows our back four. Everyone knows goalkeeper. Everyone knows our front three as well. It's just a midfield three that's always the, the question mark in the team. Craig, we've, we've got three games. You, you can see Brennan's going to make changes, can't you? I think so. And I think... Um... I think you may well see Iheanacho feature. I think he'll definitely feature in the in the cup game, um, knowing full well that he's going to disappear off to the African nations. And I think that's why it's really important for for Liverpool and and and, and uh, for Doug to for you to get those three points. Because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Doug. I think that's Leicester's the last game that you've got them. Is that correct? Before they go off um, to the African nations, Chelsea. Chelsea. Okay. Yeah. So you, you're definitely going to want to get points on the, in in the bank um, when you lose those guys. Um, so I, I can definitely see you rotating for the cup game and, and just making sure. I think with Henderson, I think Henderson's key for you. Um, I I can't stand Henderson 
but I really like him as a player and what he brings to you. And I wish we had someone the same. You know, he's just an annoying little, you know, insert your own expletive. But um, but from what he gives, because he he doesn't allow he's he's the equivalent of Klopp on the field for me. He doesn't allow players to get through a mediocre game. And I don't think there's enough of those players around at the moment who who pull the rest of them up um, if they're dropping off a little bit. And I think he's key. And I think the fact was, from what Klopp said, it sounded like he had a cold rather than COVID. So it'll be how he's feeling and how he's trained, I think, as to whether he plays. The one player I think that, for me, we, we, if, he's gonna, if we're going to play them all for sort of three games, I mean, Tillemans, he's back. I mean... He, he's just his attitude. I mean, there was a thing in, in the Leicester Mercury, which is our, our current view of, of the Echo Dog. And, you know, it says, like, although his contract might be up for question, his attitude isn't. I mean, you know, his whole like, when, when he scored, and you know, he wasn't kissing the badge or anything like that, but it was just like, it was, he was going for it, wasn't he, Greg? It was. It was even that 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 clip that's been showed quite a lot, where he was celebrating winning a throw-in. Yes. Um, which which showed, you know, I think it was a, it was a key part of the game, and uh, and there was a little tussle down near the corner, and and he got involved, and and he won the throw-in, and it was a little fist pump that he won a throw-in, which which is great. That's what you want to see. That's what fans want to see. Yeah. And then that attitude permeates throughout the rest of the team as well. So, I think. Just that attitude, and as I say, in a, in a in a lesser way as to what Henderson brings, people have to raise their game when they're on the pitch with the best better players, and I think Tielemans does that. And it, he's not the most athletic, again, in the same way that that Henderson isn't, but he covers a lot of ground, and uh, and we know that he can pick a pass. I mean, there was some rubbish on the other day um, where they were talking about, I think it was uh, Oxley Chamberlain's pass to. Um, to, to Trent and they were saying it was you know the pass of the season and God knows what. Anybody who watched the Leicester Newcastle game and saw the pass that Tielemans made inside the fullback, you know, would be thinking well, actually that's a proper pass, you know. So I think in many ways he doesn't get the credit he deserves, but in in Leicester fans' ways, it's quite good that he goes under the radar a little bit. I, I don't think we've got any chance of hanging on to him after this season, sadly. We we do have a thing, Doug. We bring up on here like the season so far, and there's a lot of facts and figures. Uh, and I don't want to do that because it will just make me cry if I'm honest with you, comparing yours to ours. So I'm, I'm not doing that. But you know, I, I do worry, and I look certainly for the. I'm more confident, like Craig. Uh, I'm more confident for the cup game, and it could be the league game. Maybe a throw-in is the only thing we'll probably win. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think you should be pretty confident for uh, the cup game. I think you'll be good good going for that one. But yeah, the league game, obviously, you know, um, I'm just <clears throat> looking at the looking at the stats. Actually, you know, you haven't actually beaten us for like a while, like a while. Apart from obviously that that three one game, um, I think there was a there was a three one one. I think for was it Craig Shakespeare's first game in charge. Yeah. When yeah. when Ranieri was sacked, so yeah, yeah, I think they're always close games. They're always really close games for for mm. for sure. Um, but yeah, I do I do think the league game we have to win. We have to mm. win because if we don't, you know, City are just going to keep on going. I know we play. I think we play Leeds at home on uh, Sunday um, yeah. before they play 
uh, before they play you guys, obviously. Um, so I'm very, very hopeful. I'm very, very hopeful that we can get get the three points out of Leeds, and then obviously it's the game after that, the Leicester game, and you know maybe we have got a very good record against against you guys, but. I am looking forward to the league game more than the cup game, I've been honest. Craig, I mean, am I being a bit pessimistic there? Saying what we're going to do is win a court, win a throw in? Well, maybe a tad pessimistic, and uh, but then that's <laughs> that's being a Leicester fan, isn't it? I think that comes with part and parcel of the of the DNA of of looking on the on the dark side, as it were. Um I think it's really important for for Liverpool the fact that we play Man City the game before, so mm. um, so that's going to be interesting in terms of Liverpool knowing that you know if they've seen Man City beaters in the game before on uh, on Boxing Day that if Man City have taken three points off offers it becomes doubly important for you to take three points offers as well. So I think you'll definitely be up for the game, but in some ways you know. It, that may play into our hands, to be honest. Mm-hmm. If if Brendan's clever enough to try and keep it tight, and that's something that we haven't been able to do, to be honest, and that front three does, is frightening. Um, but as we've seen in, in certain games, you, you know, I mean, Wolves gave you a really tough, tough game, you know, kept it really tight and then tried to play on the break. And I think we've got better players to play on the break than Wolves have. So, you know, that may be the way that Brendan goes on that one. Uh, so I think it it may be tighter. And I know it's a cliche, but it will be one of those games where a first goal is really, really important in that game. Um, I think we'll give a good account of ourselves. But if I'm honest, you know, I, it would not surprise me if we come away empty-handed from those two league games. Well, I'm going to I'm going to look at the stats and I'm going to take grab something here, which I might be sort of grabbing at straws a little bit, but I'm you know I'm, I'm a Leicester fan. I'll take whatever comes my way. And yes, uh, apart from last season, the last time we actually beat Liverpool in the league was I think uh, that Shakespeare game two um, 0 uh, No, it wasn't. It was three one again on the on February yeah. seventeen. Uh, but we actually beat them. A few months after that, September 17, 2-0 in the League Cup. Now, I he forgot. didn't want to mention that one, did he? I no. Forgot, I, forgot, I forgot about the League Cup. I did forget about the League Cup. I think Danny Ward played in that game, if I seem to remember as well. Um, you see, yeah, the, big, listen, the big clubs are already forgetting the League Cup, Craig. What did I say at the start? <laughs> Well, look, I think um, I think the League Cup game uh, is going to be, you know, it's it's a, it's a toss of a coin, really. It, it, it matters who. Oh, nope. Hang on, hang on. And my phone just turned off. There we go. <laughs> and I think he's frozen now. Um, That's a different way of looking at it, isn't it? Hey. No, you come out with a, you don't come out with many, but when you do, they're spot on. Solid Greg. gold. <laughs> they are <laughs> just straight in that net. Goalkeeper's not got a chance to uh, to say them. While he's gone, let, we will have a look at the uh, the, yeah. the stats here. And um, yeah, it is a bit scary. <laughs> I'm having to lean in and uh, and look at this as well. But I tell you what, I want to try and do. Let me see if I can get the stats up bigger here on my screen. So it's ninth versus second. Uh, oh, six... we, we, we've both drawn four, so you know we're on a par. 
Ah, is that uh, it is? In fact, that's out of date because, of course, they drew, they drew one more. They drew fifth the other day. Um, but chances created—they're nearly on three. We're just over over one. I mean, like you said the other day, I don't know where they get uh, yeah. these 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 figures from, but um, yeah. I think we created more chances against Newcastle than we had all season <laughs> put together. Uh, yeah. To be honest with you. Upcoming games here, um, we've got after this Man City, Liverpool, and then Norwich. Now, you know, Norwich, I remember them doing us over the last time we played them in January. Yeah, yeah, we did. I remember that game. I think it was Max Aaron scored the only goal of uh, of a very, very poor 1-0 away defeat. Um, the mm. fact that this is at home should give us, uh, give us a little bit more hope. Um, and I think... It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, even honourable defeats, I think, against Man City and Liverpool will give us a little bit of confidence that we are at mm. the level or getting back towards the level that we want to be. Um, it, obviously, if we got turned over big time by those two, then confidence would be pretty shot by the time we face Norwich. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you never know which way that could go when it comes around. But I mean, looking looking at. Um... Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool leads. You know, there's history between those two, isn't there? Mm. For, from from the seventies, they've got us. Then they've got Chelsea. You know, yeah, it's an easy one for them. I, I mean, they had that first game of the season. I think last season, wasn't it? Um, mm. When Liverpool played Leeds, uh, when Leeds had just come up, and it was four three. I think it finished to 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 Liverpool. It was a great game. Um, I mean. Liverpool are not a team you want to be playing against when you're giving up as many chances as Leeds are at the moment, though. Um, so, you know, that could be it could be anything that game, to be honest. Uh, I don't think Leeds can sit in and uh, and shut up shop. So I would imagine that um, that they're going to be looking forward to, to having a go at Leeds, uh, particularly Salah, because, you know, going away. Uh, to the Afcon, uh, they, he'll definitely be wanting to put a few more in the bank for that golden boot. It's it's strange how things have changed. I can remember years ago we wouldn't have been worried about the Afcon. No, we wouldn't. You know, um, not just us. I mean, that's any team. You know, yeah, it just shows you, you know, how how more uh, more and more players have come into the league from all over the world, and uh, and I think in many. Years gone by, I think there's been a little bit of snobbery about the AFCON and, and not giving it the, the credit that it deserves in terms of how important it is, not for just for those countries, but the individual players as well. You know, why should it be any different to, to uh, European players competing for their countries in the Euros? Um, it's just as important for, for the African players to be um, competing in the AFCON. So... You know, I don't. I don't think there should be anybody turning the nose up when those players decide that they want to go and represent their countries. It's it's the highlight for them. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh no, you, you, you know, you, you've got to accept it. Uh, yeah. As when you know, with the South American players, mm. and I, 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 you know, I'm not saying that Doug, as a Liverpool fan, is running scared of Leicester and keeps going <laughs> off. And, uh, my uh, my I, phone, I, I my phone, very weak bladder. <laughs> my phone decided to basically do an update and literally just shut itself off. So I've had to move myself to the iPad now. Uh, oh, so apologies, apologies for that. No, no, you're, you're most welcome back. Phones, you know, we're supposed to own the phones, not them owners, aren't we? We're just saying then, it's not the easiest of um, 
uh, Christmases for you. You've got Leeds, which, like I said, there's history there. It's always a tough match for you. They've got a point, certainly got a point to prove after the shocking display that they recently had. Uh, you've got us, then you've got Chelsea. So it's, it's, it's a difficult uh, difficult time for you as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, um, you know, Leeds, Leeds are not the Leeds of last season. Let's be honest. They are just no, shockingly definitely. bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. we, we beat them comfortably 3-0 at Elland Road. And anyway, it could have been could have been a lot more, if I'm being honest mm. as well. It could have been about 6-7. So I, I'm confident going into the Leeds game, I'll be honest with you. Um, confident going into the league game with you guys. And then the Chelsea, Chelsea one's a big one. I yeah. think if we 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 win that, then it puts a marker down on any, on everyone else. I think if we if we go to Stamford Bridge and, and win because Chelsea again, Chelsea are not in the best of form right now as well. So mm. I I it's a very interesting Christmas, but obviously bring 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 the bring them on. I would say. Yeah, I mean we've said there, Man City three points ahead of yourself, um, and you are three points ahead of Chelsea. I mean, you know, if you lose to us or Man City lose to us, it is bringing Chelsea back into it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously, I remember the game between you guys, uh, you and City last season, which I absolutely enjoyed from start to finish, (laughs) 5-2. So... Uh, uh, same again, please. Uh, it would be nice, but um... yeah, but please, yeah, definitely, we'll take it as well, won't we, Craig? <laughs> definitely, definitely. No, I, I think I think City are a different different prospect. The, the the one the one that you faced early in the season, I think they were going through a wee spell um, mm. where I think they were just grinding out results, and that's that's the mark of a good team as well. Mm. Um, mm. But. If you can get anything from there to had, you know, it's an absolute bonus for you guys. Yeah, yeah. We also do a section on here now, um, footing both camps. Guys that have players that have sort of been associated with both clubs. And I had quite a few to choose from. There was the sort of the easy ones, like, you know, Brendan Rodgers, um, Emil Heskey. There was the more sort of obscure ones, like Jack Hobbs. Um, Gary Mack. Do you remember Gary Mack? Um, Lee, Lee Peltier. Bloody hell. That's going back oh, a bit. Crikey. I forgot oh, he was Danny, at Leicester as well. Wow. <laughs> Danny Ward. Uh, David Speedy. Good God. Uh, and of course, everybody's favourite. I've got, I've got a signed picture of him when he scored the hat-trick on his home debut for us. Mr. Stan Collymore. Who uh, mm. yeah, I, I, yeah. I wish he'd stayed. I, that is another thing that Peter Taylor cocked up for the club. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to ask you guys your memories playing for each club of this guy. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, pie and mash himself. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he, he had more hair when he played for us, and I don't know what what that says about you, Doug. Uh, who, who'd like to go first? I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dive in. I thought you were going to end up going for Kevin McDonald, who, um, yeah, oh, I think you uh, Liverpool bought for about four hundred grand off us. I think um, mm. uh, I still see him occasionally in the in in Sainsbury's um, uh, down at Foss Park. Uh, he's on the fish counter. Um, <laughs> is uh, I had to go for somebody in fairness that yeah. Doug would remember. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. I mean, Koncheski. I, I, I'm trying to think of the words to choose. I, 
sort of journeyman pro solid most of the time, but always had a rick in him. Or that you know, there was always there was always an, a mistake waiting to happen. I think what you couldn't um put against him was his was his effort and his it was a good old fashioned he gave you everything when he was playing, you know, when he pulled the shirt on, I don't think he cared who he was playing for. He would put everything into it. And um, so, you know, some players could take uh, take a, a sort of note out of his book from that perspective. But yeah, he was he was solid, I think, is probably the nicest way that uh, I can describe him. I liked him at Leicester. Mm-hmm. I've got to be honest with you. I thought he was a he was a good player, even though he's he's not agreed to come on and, and, and do a show with us yet. Doug, do you remember Paul? The worst left back I've ever seen at Liverpool Football Club. He was <laughs> shocking. Absolutely shocking. One of the mm. one of the Roy Hodgson signings that you just like to forget. He was diabolical. Mm. Was was Arbelo a right back? Yeah, Arbelo was a right back. Yeah, okay. That's probably why Konchesky comes out as the worst. I remember I'm just going off. I remember Arbeloa playing for you and, and me and my son watching your Liverpool games when he was playing at the time. And we were convinced that none of the players rated him because they refused to pass to him. Well, that's what it seemed like. To, me. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I quite, I quite liked Arbeloa. I thought, I thought he was quite a solid right back. Mm. Um, to, came, came in as a left back actually. Came as, came right. in as a left back to begin with, but then moved across to right mm. back. But I, I, I do, I do like, I do like Arbeloa. I, I did like Arbeloa, I should say. Mm. But uh, no, Paul Konchesky, uh just gets in the you, bin for. You don't hate him because I, mean, I remember didn't he score a belter again? Against you in an FA Cup final, uh, yeah, for West Ham, yeah, Pepperina, mm. Pepperina, watching it go over his head. One of those, wasn't it? Cross or a shot, we would mm. never know. Just me that liked him then. <laughs> As I say, he was solid for us. You know, I, I, I we were his proper level. To be fair, you know, when when we had him, you know, he was in the championship, say, didn't you know, we? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, a strange choice from uh, from old boy, but um, but I think he liked players who he thought he could depend on, and their their talent was a secondary. Mm. <laughs> just, just a tad, just a tad, right? Um, Doug, what can I say? Are you ready for this? So basically, I'm going to give you a choice. There's only a few of them, so don't worry. And you do, I do give you an answer, but you've got to pick which one of these two you prefer. And you can't sit on the fence and you can't name somebody else. You've got to say, I prefer A to B, so daddy or chip. So that, that's how it goes. So there's five. So we're going to start because you're Scottish, aren't you? Yeah, I'm Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> you hide it well. <laughs> I'm going to say, there's something that just gives me a clue that you're a little bit Scottish. So if you had to. If England were playing Germany, who would you want to win? Germany. Oh, just remember this is this Cut is going to be now. clipped Cut by the way. <laughs> going to be clipped. Uh, what the what I didn't like about that, Craig, was there wasn't really much thought got into that, was there? No, no, no. no. For me, that okay, just that, that just smacks of inferiority complex. 
love it. Uh, number two, Doug, managers. The aforementioned Roy Hodgson or Alex Ferguson? Sorry, could, could you could you say that again? Sorry. Yeah, so it's managers. Who would you sooner have in their prime managing you at uh, Liverpool? Roy Hodgson or Alex Ferguson? Oh, it'd have to be Fergie because I don't want to go through the Roy Hodgson era again. <laughs> no chance. So as a Liverpool fan, you're saying you liked a Manchester United manager and you'd, you'd love him to, to have managed your well, team. That's well, what you're yeah, saying there. To be I honest, to be honest, to be honest um, famously Bill Shankly, when I think Man United had the Munich Air disaster, I think he, yeah. um, I think he lent uh, players to Manchester United. Um, so, but Roy Hodgson's our worst ever manager. Can he say anything? Can he say anything different yeah. because of that? Right. Okay. No, that's fair enough. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Killing myself here. Number three, players. Which of these two? Would you sooner have in your team Stephen Gerrard or Mo Salah? Oh, now you've just got me in the. Mm. I still, I still say to this day, Stephen Gerrard for me is the greatest Liverpool player to have played for Liverpool. So I'm going to say Stevie Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard. Did you think he was going to go for that, Craig? Yeah. Did you? I, I think I think most would just because yeah. of the the length of time that he was was at Liverpool and that level of consistency. Mo Salah's great, but I think chances are you can always fill Mo Salah with another goal scorer. I think Steven Gerrard's don't come along very often. No. Premier League football teams, Doug. Who would you sooner see win a game? Manchester United. Or Leeds United? I, I didn't actually hear that. There's there's, there's definitely Sorry. some feedback. Okay, so Premier League football teams, if you had to, say, lose the title to one of these teams, Leeds United or Manchester United? Or who would you want to win if they were both playing each other? <clears throat> sorry, you're, sorry. I had had to had to go off a, a wee a wee minute there. Um, I can't remember what you said. No, sorry. <laughs> Leeds United or Manchester United? Who would you want to win? Where's to win? Oh, who would you want to win? Leeds or Manchester United? Oh, it's got to be. Oh, it has to be Leeds United. Uh, we, our our hatred of Manchester United is, uh, runs down through the seventies and eighties. So yeah, it's got to be got to be Leeds United to beat Man United. Okay, last one. Um, mm -hmm. This is trophy. Which of these two trophies would you want to win again, or means more to you? So the eighteen nineteen Champions League win in the final over Spurs. Or the 1920 Premier League title? Uh, well, 
We've got six of those. Um, so it's got to be the 19. <laughs> You've only got one Premier League title, which is the same as us. I know, I know. So it has to be the Premier League title for me. No, I've got we've got six Champions Leagues. <laughs> oh, you see, he, he, he hides it well, but that big six fan mentality comes out, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Doug, you're having a few problems there, so we're gonna we're gonna let you go. Thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure, absolute and, pleasure. Uh, and I'd, ho- I'd hopefully, say... ho- hopefully for two good games on uh, obviously Wednesday and then obviously um, yeah. the twenty eighth. Well, I'd wish you all the best, but I wouldn't mean it. But do do have do have an absolutely wonderful Christmas, mate. Even with those jumpers. Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, obviously, I like to win both of the games. Mm. But I think if I had to give a prediction, I'm going to go one-one in the cup game, and I think you went on penalties. The league game, I'm going three-one Liverpool. <laughs> I, w- I would take that because, like I say, I think I want to win the cup game more than the league. So <laughs> I wouldn't take that. Doug, hey, have a great Christmas, mate. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for being a, su- a sport. Uh, even if you if you do like Germany more than England, we'll forgive you that one. <laughs> Thank Cheers, you. Doug. Take care. See you later. Thanks a lot, Doug. All the best, mate. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. He's obviously having trouble at his end uh, a little yeah. bit there. Um uh, yeah, <laughs> I think he was definitely never going to go for Roy Hodgson, was he? No. No, I think <laughs> I could have predicted most of those answers. Although he, he did, most of them, he did have to think about them. Hmm. Um, we're going to be back, and I'll say hello to you. We're going to be back after, straight after this, which is what's coming up at nine o'clock. Yep, it's the second in the double header tonight. And let's be honest with you, who doesn't like a bit of double head on a Monday evening? Um, <laughs> Craig, your score predictions. Um, tough ones, but I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go three-one to us in the cup game, and I. Yeah, sadly, I think I think it might be three-one the other way round in the uh, in in the league fixture. To be honest. It's so difficult. I mean, I, I'm not just saying this because I'm not doing well, very well in the prediction show, but you know, it's so difficult to to predict because you just don't know what teams no, over the no, last no. three or four seasons. And it's not, you know, you've got a, you've got the managers changing, but b, you've obviously got the COVID and all that, you know, uh, uh, as well, and, and illnesses, and it's just making it so difficult to predict. You know, at this it point, is. I just think, you know, to be honest, that that could be a great game. The the, the home game under the lights at Christmas, big team mm-hmm. visiting. You know, hopefully the crowd will will be in the right kind of mood and get behind the team. And uh, who knows, it could spur us on to uh, to even grab a draw. Well, you will be there, I'm sure, raising a pint. I shall indeed. Please, please stay safe, young man. And. Thanks, uh, Stay on because I will have a quick chat with you uh, after the end. But uh, as always, Craig, thank you. Thank you very much for this evening. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye.
Thanks to Craig there. I've just said I should have wished him Merry Christmas. I'm not sure if I see him before Christmas or not. Um, I'm sure I do, actually. I'm sure I do. That's it. I'm going to be back at nine o'clock with Steve Linix, uh, the ex-Leicester player, and Brad. And we're going to be doing it. It's going to be a long show, so get your cocoa, get your, uh, get your carpet slippers up, put your feet up. We've got three weeks to predict. <laughs> we're going to be here till about three in the morning. <laughs> I'll see you in about 40 minutes. Good night. That's all, It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.